Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and today I'm going to let you listen in on a conversation between me and Allie Weiss. She's the Chief Innovation Officer at N2Y. As a former special education teacher, I know all too well the struggles of trying to put together an IEP with a large team, with a lot of ideas, and we of course need to meet the needs of all learners. N2Y has solutions that are proven to work and even more solutions coming your way. I'm gonna let Allie tell you all about them. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to speak today with Allison Weiss, who is part of N2Y, and I will not do it justice to describe what N2Y is, what it's going to do for you as a master IEP coach or someone who sits at an IEP table. So we're going to jump right in. And Allison, thank you for being here and tell us a bit about who you are and who N2Y is. Absolutely, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank every, thank you everyone for uh, for having me on. Uh, as Catherine said, I'm Allie Vice, and uh, I'm the Chief Innovation Officer here at N2Y. Uh, before I was a speech language pathologist and an administrator that wrote many, many, many IEPs uh, in uh, several different school districts in Louisiana. Uh, right now, uh, what we do, I do is I work with N2Y, and um, at N2Y, we believe that everyone can learn and that every student has the right to be uh, as, the, as, as independent as possible. So um, what we do is we provide solutions to help students access the general education curriculum, um, despite what their complex cognitive or unique learning needs are, and um, as well as do skills practice, um, access current events through news to you, uh, all kinds of different opportunities to just make sure that they have the level playing field so they can be as independent as possible, including behavioral supports um, like positivity. So we're just really looking for opportunities uh, to deliver things digitally um, and also in print for students to be highly interactive, highly motivating, and to help them learn those important skills to make sure that they become independent as possible. I love that. That fits right into what we talk about all the time. We're the people that are sitting at the IEP table as master IEP coaches or parents or teachers, and we're trying to figure out things that we can do differently or something innovative or something new that we can bring to the table because a lot of times we're just repeating the same things over and over. And I know N2Y really is looking towards supporting the whole child. So can you um, share with us, you know, what's the grade span or age span and just kind of those pieces that come together to support a, a whole education? Absolutely. So at NTY, we have several different solutions. One of our um, most common and commonly known ones is Unique Learning System. It provides the academic uh, standards-based access for our students, and it begins in pre-K um, with students who are age three and goes all the way through past 12th grade to transition. So that takes them through uh, part of their young adulthood. But then we also have solutions like News to You. That's for anyone who has a reading deficit. So we have that. That's literally from preschool all the way to uh, our aging population who still need to understand what's going on in current events. And then uh, Positivity is our behavioral support solution, and it's for anybody who needs behavioral support, um, including me. Sometimes I like to do the breath strategies and have a couple of reminders. So we really look for opportunities to take anyone who has a unique learning need and support them from. Uh, early childhood throughout the rest of their life. 
So I just learned something new. I had no idea that you guys had a resource that goes beyond the school years or transition years. So I have a brother who is 42 with Down syndrome and has taught himself, of course, how to use the iPhone and iPads and all the things. And I'm just thinking, why haven't I not taught, tapped into this resource for him? So, all right. So now that's going to be on my to-do list. Fantastic. <laughs> In there. So you have some new things that are going to be happening at N2Y. So share with me a little bit about how did this come about? What problem did N2Y see? I know you guys work in thousands of schools across the country. So what was the problem that you guys seeing and how are we going to work towards a solution? Absolutely. So one of the things that uh, we have here at N2Y is we collect performance data uh, for our students. And we have all this amazing data um, about how a student is doing, not only in summative and formative assessments, but, but how they're doing daily. Uh, and again, in a wide range from academics for uh, math or science or social studies to our behavioral um, strategies and are they working? We have all this massive data. Um, and we find this really great opportunity to connect all those dots uh, for our educators and our parents and our students to make sure that the performance data uh, really helps inform instruction, helps inform great IEP goals, um, helps celebrate what our students can do versus really looking at where we think the deficits are and really helping us to pinpoint where we should go next to make sure that the, we really move the needle and absolutely improve the student outcomes. So we're always looking for opportunities not only to support our students, but also the caregivers uh, and teachers and support staff around them. So um, we have a great opportunity to take all that great data and um, all the automated workflow that we have and put it into a process that will help um, not only um, plan a great IEP, but construct a great IEP uh, and execute it. So uh, it's you know, you know, something that really will support uh, throughout the entire lifespan of a, of a child's IEP plan, and then also help you uh, predict what would be great to be worked on next. I love that you use the word celebrate. We're all about that. <laughs> so many times, you know, we think about kind of old school special education. I know N2Y has been around for a while. You've been in the field for a while. I've been in the field for a while. And there's a lot of old school thinking. There's a lot of just looking at the deficits, just looking at what they can't do, really focusing on what feels heavy and negative. So I love that you're like, let's celebrate where are they and where can we go next? Because that's what we really need to improve in our IEP process is building on some strengths, building on some momentum. So from what I'm hearing is we can take these data points that everybody's gathering and say, okay, where are we seeing like some leaps and bounds and some things? And of course the deficits too, but let's point out the good stuff. Absolutely, we wanna make sure we celebrate that. Um, one of the things that I used to love about N2Y when I used it in the classrooms and with, with the teachers in my district is that it celebrated increments of success uh, that mattered for students with unique learning needs. So a lot of times you could use other assessments, but it really didn't show the growth that um, you saw day to day. So with unique, we, we take data points um, that even include for students with the most complex needs, uh, how many times they've interacted or responded. And we can look at the incre you know, increase there and celebrate that and, one, and continue to look for ways to strengthen it. Um, so, you know, taking all that data and putting it together, simplifying the workflows, automating it, and also helping with the collaboration between the team to just really strengthen and focus your time and energy um, more on not, you know, trying to make sure everybody gets met together or the right wording is there for your IEPs, 
but really focusing on what's important to really support the parents, support the caregivers, to, and again, as you, I keep going back to, uh, making sure that we really um, help our students and focus on what matters. Right. We say progress, not perfection, right? Yes. So we don't need those perfect words. We don't need everything, you know, um, really laid out for every detail to be down to the nitty gritty. A lot of times we need kind of this, you know, it, we're, we're in the trenches. What's happening? What's working? Let's go. Let's move. And I feel like N2Y has always been really supportive of the movement that happens inside of a, a special education program or in an IEP. And I have a sticky note here that has two words on it. It says student roadmap. So is our, is that what we're calling this new solution? Like, is this how we're wrapping everything together? So that's our code word for right now. Um, we actually, we, we have a, uh, another, another name, but that's okay. our code for right now. But it really kind of illustrates the, what we want to do. Whenever we're building an IEP process, it really is our path, right? It's the path for success. It's the path for something, you know, what's next. And we can really simplify that by just taking that path and putting those key milestones or stops around along the way uh, to make sure that we're putting things in order to make the IEP creation uh, process easy. But then also that that execution piece, which is the most important part, um, really automating the data collection, helping with being able to see, you know, are, is my student going to meet that goal? What can I do to help if they're not? Um, and and just really helping um, guide along that roadmap. So yes, it's it's a map to success for um, for IEP planning and implementation, uh, and it really it. it really grabs in the the whole IEP team. Right. So we talk all the time about having a success path. When I'm coaching master IP coaches, I say, this is how you be the best master IP coach. You know, here's a success path. When I'm coaching parents at the table, I said, here's a success path for you. And I had no idea. Again, this is going to this. This is so awesome because our students need a success path and the team that wraps around them needs this. So um, what about collaboration and how does this work with the IP team? Because so many times um, we feel like, okay, we come together at the table and we try to collaborate. That's one of the most stressful things for an IEP team to do, especially at the table, right, is to collaborate. And then we all kind of go our own ways and we have our own blinders on to what we are supposed to do, what our caseload looks like, what our day looks like. So how is N2Y going to help with that piece? Absolutely. So um, imagine, imagine a, a, a situation where you actually get to collaborate before you sit down at the table. Um, and maybe you do that in a digital format. Right now, it's really important for us to be able to do that in a digital format because we can't physically be together. But later on, you know, I was an itinerant speech-language pathologist. I might have been in a school that was two hours away when you wanted to, you know, have time to get together. So um, imagine planning ahead of time in a format that allows you, uh, that takes the data from the student uh, puts it all in a great visual, uh, visualize a, a way to visualize the progress, but then allows you as an IEP team uh, to indicate, um, hey Catherine, maybe you're part of my IEP team. Hey Catherine, can you look at this? What do you think about this? And get and then when you log in, you get this notification that says, hey Allie, Allison's asked you a question. So there's this digital collaboration. Uh, on the planning, you know, what assessments do we really need to get to get a good baseline? What do you think about assigning this? Um, for our parents, um, you know, we're thinking about this, we're seeing this trend because they're part of the IEP team too. Let me collaborate and ask the parent and then they get the notification back and forth. So think about collaboration through the planning process. Then uh, all of those great pieces and data that was part of that collaboration during the plan 
when you're writing, you could also go back and forth and say, you know, and message each other directly within the solution. Um, you know, what do you think about this goal? Should we tweak it a little bit? Do you think this is a good idea? Parents, what do you think? Students, because they should be part of this IEP. Students, what are important to you? What's your goals? What are what are, what do you want to work on? What matters to you? So uh, this whole entire platform is just built for collaboration. Um, and when I talk about the entire IEP team, um, that I mean the entire IEP team. I, I can't uh, even explain to you like my brain is having a party. Like with <laughs> all the things that you just mentioned, because. You know, people who are not in the education world, let's just say that they have experience in the business world, they have business, teams do this all the time. They have all of these workflows, they have all of these different, you know, productivity things, they have all these different, you know, ways to communicate and design and build and help and do all of that. And we've been behind in education. We've been significantly behind when it comes to using all of the digital bells and whistles that could be used to bring a team together. And we've been stuck in kind of this archaic form of communication and building IEPs. So, I mean, I, I, when I say party, like seriously, I cannot stop my brain from thinking of, oh my goodness. And that leads to um, really talking about a word that's kind of thought of as ugly, in the IEP world, when we say compliant, you know, is this IEP compliant? Or another one that I kind of want to put in there for this conversation is also accountable. So it's like, is this compliant and who's accountable? And we have that. So how do we um, really use this new tool that's going to be coming? And so we're all talking and we're all doing things and that's great. But then does it meet the standards? Is it compliant? Is it going to work for this state, for this school, for this program? Dive into that a little bit. Absolutely. So um, for into why, why that's one of the one of the our, our key pieces that we do, and it's compliance. We really want to help district service providers, parents, to understand not only um, to maintain compliance, um, document compliance, to be able to demonstrate compliance, but also to understand what it means um, to be compliant. So in this particular solution, it just is a carryover of what we naturally do here at NTY. So um, yes, compliance is key. Making sure that you follow each of the steps within the roadmap helps you naturally stay compliant. Um, the collaboration tool is an amazing piece of compliance documentation that shows, yes, as an IEP team, we got together before we get together because there's an execute section here that you can actually look at and chart progress and chart your trials. Um, we get together, you know, regularly. We collaborate, at, you know, during execution. So it's it's automatically, um, which is something that's really important for us because it allows you to have more time with your students to automate as much as possible. It automatically um, documents those important crucial data points so that you can show and prove um, compliance. On the IEP goal side, it actually helps with that as well because it's not just a goal bank. We're not just doing things that we're, we're picking and pulling. Um, the system is actually allowing you to take performance data from your student and really have that base and be the guidelines to what you should choose next for your IEP. So you have the suggestions of goals based on your child's performance, based on what you what uh, what it indicates would would be helpful to, to do next. So again, helping with compliance. The other piece is we have to do standards based IEPs. Um, you know, looking through and memorizing those standards codes for your state uh, is, is is sometimes really time consuming. Um, so what if we do that for you, like we do with all of our materials inside all of our other solutions? 
So helping with compliance there. And then again, um, I, I really, writing is important. So making sure that we're writing SMART goals and it's going to help you make sure that the format for a SMART uh, standards-based goal is, is uh, adhered to. So there's compliance built in all along the way. Um, the one piece I'm most excited about is the execution piece. Um, so you can show compliance and data gathering. Uh, so, you know, sometimes, you, you you know, old school, I was attached to a to, um, by the hip with a clipboard and I was tallying the whole time. And, you know, sometimes I got really into the sessions or I got really into teaching my students something. And I after it was over, I was like, um, shoot, I think that might have been 80 percent. Um, this actually takes performance material, uh, performance from other solutions um, and charts that for you, standards based, goal aligned. Um, so that you've got time to really make sure that that's compliant and uh, accurate as well. Um, and it also gives you great predictions if you're going to be able to hit, like I said, or, or you may be, you know, off track for hitting that goal for that student. Oh, I love that too. You know, because a lot of times too, we might see a slower trend in the beginning of the year and all of a sudden something clicks. Mm -hmm. We see a real fast trend. So what we thought we weren't going to meet, all of a sudden we're like, wait, we might be able to do this. Yeah. And then we can really individualize what needs to happen next. So let's talk about that just for a minute. This sure. is not something that I plan on talking about, but it's where my heart is at when it comes to IEP goals. I'm all about writing IEP goals for the real world. And sometimes that means jumping around just a little bit, kind of prioritizing for a student what needs to happen when we're talking about money or when we're talking about, you know, um, you know, community-based reading, or if we're talking about certain skills, sometimes something's not quite appropriate. And the limitations of other programs, a lot of times is you have to finish all of these modules before like you're unlocked to the next piece. From what I've seen at IP meetings, and from what I know, just a bit of into a, we have a little bit of flexibility in, in choosing. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And the reason, uh, there's lots of different reasons, um, research-based, Practical based, um, a lot of uh, all, a majority of the content is uh, is 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 built for you to be able to be flexible and, and really meet the needs of your students. Um, you know, our students exhibit splinter skills. I mean, they may never be able to do one piece that we we deem the basis, but can do the rest of it. So we have to account for that. And then there's also interest, which is really important. If the student, if it's not important for the student. Um, the likelihood that, that they're going to accomplish that may not may be diminished. So, you know, we do allow um, our students and, and our teachers to be flexible about what's taught and when things are, you know, you can move on. Um, and, and the other thing that we do is we do differentiated instruction. So you can expose the student to something else that is uh, highly desirable but you're still going to be meeting those basic um, needs. So, you know, you might be uh, exposing them to a reading concept that's really important um, so that they can be um, better in their em in, in, in employability skills. Um, but we're still showing you how to do blending at the same time if you want to hit that and if that's where it's important. So it's all about access, exposure, and flexibility to make sure we really hit what's important um, for our students. Access, exposure, and flexibility. That is a huge takeaway when, you know, we start to look at what solutions would be best for a student. I love those, you know, kind of criteria for it because it's so important. Um, so I know that you have several solutions that are available on your website as a whole. 
and these are accessible. Is everything accessible to parents? Is some of it just for schools? Um, how does how does this work? So if I'm if I'm going to your website and I'm a parent versus I'm a teacher versus I'm a school, can you just give me a little bit of the navigation so I know what I'm getting into when I visit? Sure, absolutely. Um, I'll actually start with students and parents first. So um, if I am a student or a parent, uh, there's an N2Y has a student accessible login. Uh, everything we do here, we think about how to keep students growing and independent. So there's even three different ways for them to log in depending on where they are, um, you know, in, in their unique learning need uh, path or journey. Uh, if you are a student that has an app that has a student login um, and or a parent that's facilitating a student at home, all they do is log in. They have um, access to their materials for unique learning system, which is their academic portion. Uh, they'll have uh, their articles for news to you. So our parents and our students absolutely can access everything from home through the student uh, portal. Uh, that's also great. That's also taking great data um, from our for our teachers and our administrators so that they know what's being done at home and um, what the scores and standards that are aligned to it. That's happening automatically. Um, our parents do also um, opt sometimes to get their own um, subscriptions to different things. For instance, news to you if they don't have uh, access to it in the school district. And then also in our, um, our behavioral support solution, positivity, um, they may want to have um, specific um, um, control over what strategies are provided at home. You know, do I need a social story? I need to make one really quickly because we're going to go to the store today. So they may want to have a little bit more customizability um, in positivity. So they may have that themselves. So you can absolutely do that. They're welcome to do that. Um, for our teachers, they have access to all of our solutions. Uh, they all work together um, in order to really take care and, and meet the needs of the student uh, throughout the day. Um, so uh, they have access and they can uh, assign things directly to our students. They can do whole group instruction uh, or they can print it out if we have students who need um, that digital, uh, that um, printed material. I love that. I love that it encompasses the whole IEP team. I love that, that that's been a theme since we started yeah. chatting is it's all about every parents, teachers, admins, therapists and students being able to participate at the highest level uh, that they're able to and to be able to, you know, what I hear is um, you're giving tools for self-advocacy for students to participate in what they like, they don't like, you know, to see yeah. their, and celebrate what, they, what they've done, maybe see where they need to improve. Uh, so I love all of those pieces. Um, so I want to encourage everybody to jump over to N2Y and to look at that. And um, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but I do want to just give a shout out of gratitude to N2Y for truly understanding our mission as master IEP coaches to really improve the IEP experience and build IEPs that are meaningful for the real world. It's time for us to all move forward, especially considering this virus crisis that we've all just been through. What was appropriate you know, three months ago is not going to be appropriate in the future when it comes to how we're delivering materials and what tools are available in all different environments and just the skills in general. So it's so exciting to be able to do what we do as master IP coaches and know that there are tools out like out there like this that everybody can use to build this. So we are truly grateful for you guys, you know, being able to provide this and support us in our mission. 
It's been an honor. Um, our mission is to, to really um, help and, and listen to our teachers and look for opportunities, uh, and all of our caregivers and students, look for opportunities to help them throughout, the way, uh, throughout their journey. So um, it's been an absolute honor to do so, and we're excited for the future. Yeah, so um, go ahead and tap over to N2Y, everyone. We're going to say bye for now. And don't hesitate to reach out with any questions because Allie, N2Y, and I, we're all here for you. Absolutely.